Hey, welcome to Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I'm not the perfect dad, but every day I am trying to be better. I want to take a few minutes today to talk about one of the heated and modern debates of our time, whether or not kids should receive participation trophies. I say it out loud, and I feel a little bit ridiculous. But believe it or not, this is a hot-button issue, and there are people on either side of the debate who are very adamant about their opinions. You have some on one side where they think everyone needs to be valued just the same. They want equality of outcome. And then on the other end of the spectrum, you have the guy who's like, look, my son's clearly the best, only he deserves an MVP trophy, and everybody else, they can just work harder for next year. They don't need to get an award because they're not the main contributors to the team. And that's the two ends of the spectrum that we have thrown at us. And it's like, you got to pick one of the two. But the reality is, is there's a far better option. And I'm not even going to say it's in the middle. It's above these two ludicrous ideas. And it's where we should all end. This should be the solution to the question. It shouldn't even be a debate but it has become one. So before I get to the solution, let's just divulge ourselves a moment more. I think we really have to infer quite a bit about kids and their capacity to process things, to assume that if they receive a participation trophy, that they're going to get this inflated view of themselves and come to this reality that I don't really have to work that hard to get awarded and to have accomplishments in life, that we can just all be equal because that's just the way that it is. I think a kid steps into reality when they become an adult and they quickly find out that that is not the case. But even to claim that a participation trophy to a young age is going to give a child that idea, man, it just seems like a huge stretch. I think about kids who don't want to even participate in the sport, but they have a parent who is just trying to relive their glory days, so they make the child participate on the team. Let's just take basketball for these examples because that was my sport of choice. But you take a kid who just doesn't want to play basketball, but his dad wanted to go pro, and he just, you know, was almost good enough. He just had that injury in college, right? And so he's made to play basketball. He doesn't practice because he doesn't care. He shows up to the practices because his dad brings him to every single one of them. At the end of the season, if he gets a participation trophy, to claim that he's actually going to value that, for me, again, that's it's a bit of a stretch. But what about the hypothetical scenario where you have a kid who's on the basketball team because he loves the game of basketball. He's short, he's skinny, he's a little uncoordinated, he's not the fastest, but he tries. And he gets better as the season goes on. But at the start of the season, he was clearly the worst player. And at the end of the season, he's still in that same slot. He's still number zero. He's still the worst person on the team, doesn't contribute hardly at all, if any, but he's gotten better. And he participated, he was involved on the team, do you give that kid nothing? Even though he improved, even though he worked hard, even though he tried to be a part of the team where he could contribute, you still give him zero? I don't know about that. I think about other places in our society, and that's certainly not how we do things. I mean, think about your job. What if the only way that you could get a bonus or raise or promotion was if you were one of the top two performers of the company? If you were number three, oh, well, you weren't one or two, so better luck next year. You'd probably look for another job. I'd imagine you wouldn't say to a company that doesn't look at your personal progress and say, you know what, you have gotten better. You have taken on more responsibility. You might not be you know, one of the main guys bringing in the dough, but you've gotten better, and we'd like to award you for that. 
That's typically how it works. I think about the championship teams on a professional level. Again, let's stick with the NBA, but think about the Bulls in the 90s. You got Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen. You have Phil Jackson as the coach, and you have some other good players on the team. But if you look at the rosters of those championship teams, you'll find people who barely even contributed. But guess what? Because they happened to be on the team, because they were on the roster, they got a ring. They still have championship rings, even though they themselves might not have been champion players. I mean, the the reality is, is you probably could have put any other player from the NBA in their spot on the Bulls, and I'm pretty positive that Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen and Phil Jackson would have still found a way to win those finals with no one knows who at the very bottom of the roster. But that person still gets a ring. That's the thing. In other areas of society, we still award participation to some extent. Now, I think about myself growing up playing sports. I played baseball for two or three years. I played basketball for as long as I could. And then I was also involved in a program called Bible Quizzing. And in all three of these competitive outlets, I was given participation trophies. But those participation trophies never meant anything to me. In fact, I won a lot of trophies in Bible Quizzing. I did pretty well in Bible Quizzing. And I didn't keep any of my trophies. Being the highest scorer at a tournament didn't didn't keep it. I was quizzer of the year. I don't even know where that plaque is. I left all my trophies at my parents' house when I moved out nine years ago. And I think they're still there in a closet. But I didn't keep them because the trophies didn't mean that much to me. Because the solution that we should all adopt is something that I was a result of as a child. You see, I had a dad who used his voice and example to guide me. I had other people in my life who used their voice and their example to guide me. I was a competitive kid, and I still am competitive. I like to be in the spotlight. I like to get recognition and attention. I like to be the best or among the best. I'm still that way, but I had voices that guided me in my competitive outlets. I had a dad who would go outside and throw a ball with me, who would help me get better. He would throw me pitches, and he would help me improve my hitting. He went out and bought me a basketball goal so that I could practice at the house. He'd come play with me. He'd work with me on dribbling and passing and shooting. I had people in Bible quizzing who helped me study, who invested into me, who poured into me, who were role models and who used their voice to guide me. And that's what pushed me through. All of the words about commitment and discipline and work ethic, that is what helped me. Participation trophies aren't inherently evil. They don't possess the ability or the capacity to shape or frame a child's perspective on accomplishment or the world. They don't. But guess what? We do. As dads, we have a voice. We have 
an example that our children almost instinctively and innately that they look up to and they admire almost from day one just because of who we are in their lives. We can use that. I don't know why the debate is whether or not there should be participation trophies. The discussion should simply be, we need dads who are participating in the home. Problem solved. It doesn't matter if a child receives a trophy or not. If dads are using their voice and their leadership and their example to guide their children, then that's not even a question worth asking. Who cares if they want to give out participation trophies? Won't mean a thing. Trophies became irrelevant to me because that's not what it was about. I had voices that guided me, that helped me understand that what I'm doing in these competitive outlets is helping me build qualities and traits that are going to help me through life as I grow and mature. And those became the trophies. Can I develop discipline? Can I improve my work ethic? Can I get a grasp on what it is to be committed? And can I take these qualities and apply them in other areas of my life as I go on through life? Those are my trophies. And those are my trophies because I had a dad who used his example and who used his voice. So people can talk about this. Senators in North Carolina can try and ban participation trophies. People can still claim that they're going to cripple society. But it's not true. What's going to cripple society is dads not using their voice and their example to guide their children in the right way. So that's what you and I need to do. We need to use our voice. We need to use our example. We need to lead our children. We need to guide them in the right direction. Who cares about everything else that comes their way? Our voice will be the loudest. Our example will shine the brightest. And we will be the factor that brings about the growth and the development that our children need. It's not going to be some trophy, some piece of plastic that they charge way too much for. It just happens to be shiny. That's not what's going to make the difference. You are. I am. We as dads, we make the difference. So if you have an opinion about the participation trophy, I'd recommend that you drop it. And I would recommend that you would take up this mantle that we have on us as fathers and start using your voice. Start using your example. And let's do it together. Because together, we father our future. And that's the goal. Thanks for listening today. If you've got any questions for me, you can always send me an email at fatheringourfuture at gmail.com. If you like the podcast, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can subscribe to the channel. If you are listening on whatever platform you happen to be listening to, you can subscribe right where you're at. If you'd like to check out this and more, I have other content at my website, fatheringourfuture.com. You can subscribe to the website and you'll get notified Anytime there is a new post, there are blogs that get posted by me and by other great dads who aren't perfect, but they are trying to be better dads every day. And you'll get some exclusive stuff on the website. So make sure to check that out, fatheringourfuture.com. But thank you so much for being with me today. This is Fathering Our Future, the podcast for dads. I'm Anthony Vandegrift, and I hope you'll join me next time.